everyone, and welcome back into Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. We have a fun-filled show in store for you today. Joining us, we have the creator, performer, and co-producer, Melissa Smith, who is with Blast Off, playing June 17th, 22nd, and 24th at the Brooklyn Children's Museum. You can get your tickets and more information by visiting brooklynkids.org. This is a wonderful piece of children's theater, and I cannot wait to learn more and to share it with you. So let's go ahead and welcome in our guest, Maylisa Smith. Welcome into Whisper in the Wings from Stage Whisper. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here talking with you. Yes, this is so fantastic. You have this great show, this great piece of children's theater, Blast Off. And I'm so excited to learn more about. So let's just get at it. Can you tell us more about this show? Absolutely. So the full title is Blast Off to Space, the show. And the reason I specify is because there's also Blast Off astronaut training. And Blast Off show sort of spinned out of this Blast Off astronaut training that I started doing as a virtual program during the pandemic. And it was inspired by the book May Among the Stars. Have you heard of this book? I have not. Okay, so May Among the Stars is a children's book about May Jemison. She was the first Black woman to go to space. Yeah, so I read this book as part of an online story time I was doing, and then a library asked, commissioned a piece for a piece of virtual engagement to go on during the pandemic. And I was really digging this book. So then I created this entire 30 minute astronaut training based out of n real NASA astronaut training, plus stuff, stuff from the book and fun activities. And I have for years been wanting to have a performance that had a workshop element to go with it that I could tour together or use like a library workshop to promote a show. And I thought, this might be the one. <laughs> so I had that program running and just kept getting ideas of what the full show could be. And the biggest idea I had was that the show could happen inside of a giant planetarium and we could go on a trip to space. And that is the main idea that stuck as I had to cut the fat and let go of ideas along the way that's the one main idea that stayed the whole time so blast off to space the show is a show where crew members we recruit crew members to be part of the blast off space corporation whether they went through the program first or when you show up to the show there's 15 minutes of pre-show activities that get you ready and qualified to be on the space crew we get into the space shuttle that is the planetarium dome and we take a trip to space and we meet the space captain, which is also played by myself. And we also, this is a spoiler alert, but we also encounter aliens. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> so, oh, what's going to happen? We all have to work together and figure out how to help the aliens and learn that the propaganda, the things that we've heard about the aliens being dangerous and that we shouldn't talk to aliens, that stuff's not necessarily true. So it's also, you know, 
teaching kids to question authority. <laughs> and that just because something's different doesn't mean it's necessarily bad or scary. And we all work together and have an amazing trip to space and land safely back on Earth. I love that. Now, you did mention that you were inspired by the book. Did I, did I get, I'm going to get the title right, I hope. May Among the Stars? Yeah, May Among the Stars by Rhoda Ahmed. So is that the sole inspiration behind this show? Or was there anything else that, that inspired you to write the show? Like, where did you come up with the idea, I guess, is what I'm asking. I wanted to make a show where we could go to space and I played Barbies with my nieces a lot. They're in second and fifth grade. So some of the ideas came from our play sessions together. (laughs) Then we got some quality time and some creative workshops in all in one. (laughs) So I definitely got some ideas from our time playing together. And I had a, a long time of working on the show of bringing in ideas, taking out ideas, until I landed on what the actual plot of the show was. But another thing I'll say that did inspire me was a few years ago, pre-pandemic times, I had the opportunity to travel to some international children's theater festivals. And I was at a children's theater festival in Denmark. And something that's really cool there is that the government sponsors children's theater, and they believe it's really important and human right that every kid sees a certain amount of theater before they are out of school and because of that every theater company gets their own van and they figure out ways to pack up shows into the van and travel them around the country so when I was at that festival I did see several shows where the theater space was some sort of pop-up space that could then come down be packed in the van and taken to the next location so I did have that idea in the back of my head. I That definitely inspired me. And then the play that I, I did, I took place with my nieces inspired me. And yeah, but this, I don't know that there is a planetarium show this big. The shows I saw were smaller. So I'll just say it came from my vast imagination. <laughs> I love that. So what has it been like developing Blast Off, the, you know, these these different shows, but particularly Blast Off to Space, the show? It's been incredible. So this is the first time that I've been able to work with such a large budget. I'm really, really thankful and fortunate that I got a grant, a New York Women's Fine Arts grant. And because of that, I was able to just follow my whims. And if I had a big idea usually, you know, what do they say? Necessity is the mother of invention. Mm -hmm. You know, you find another way. That's how I would have done things before. You work with what I have, find something on the cheap. But this time when I have, when I had a big idea, I was actually able to find the thing to make that idea happen, which was a new and very exciting experience. (laughs) And I also worked with collaborators. I was able to pay other artists to work on the show with me, which was also very exciting. So I have incredible sound design by Kyra Sims, some puppet design by Katie Melby, who also made puppet video. She's incredible. Projection design for the dome by my great friend, Brittany Parker, and a custom made space helmet by my friend, Ime, who does costumes and set design. So 
So that's been really cool working with a group of people and letting them put their input in and also learning to communicate these things that are in my imagination that I'm used to being the person who thinks of it and puts it out in the world but having to like stop along the way communicate these ideas to someone else and working together has been really great as well very cool so what is the messenger thought you hope the audience takes away from this a few things for starters i know that this might be some people's first show so I think that's really special to have a memorable first theater experience for a young person and learning how to be in an audience. This show's different than a lot of theater shows where you don't have to be quiet. You don't have to keep your thoughts to yourself. It's totally welcome to ooh and ah and <laughs> express how you're feeling in the moment out loud and to get up and dance or point at something and exclaim out loud, like that stuff's all great. So I think that's really wonderful for families to be able to experience that together. There's, like I said, the planetarium projections are so neat. And there, a lot of people haven't had an opportunity to see a planetarium show before. And that just like wonder of the universe is something that um, some adults that saw the show told me like, wow, it was so cool watching the planetarium show. I just felt so small and insignificant in the best way possible. It's so nice to, to be in that space. And then also the, the big idea, two big ideas, creed of the show that we repeat a few times is if I can dream it, if I can believe in it, and if I work hard for it, anything is possible. And we say that to pump ourselves up and to pump others up. And I talk about Mae Jemison in the show and how she's a trailblazer. And the Blastoff Space Corporation is very, very female forward space corporation, which I love because space travel is a very male dominated field. So that's something for young girls to see themselves in that role and also young boys too, to see women in that role, I think is important and kids from of all genders. So, and then the other one is to question things that you hear that just because something is different doesn't mean that it's scary. Yes. I love that. Who do you hope have access to the show? I'm actually super pleased that as part of my grant activity, I've been able to invite some school groups to come to the show. So I work with an organization called Arts for All as a teaching artist. And I did a four-week astronaut training program with elementary students in Jackson Heights. And they are going to get to come to the show on a field trip, which they are super excited about. I'm super excited about. And that's something that's super important to me that there is accessibility that not just someone whose parents can afford to take a day off or take them to the museum and pay for the whole family to go to the museum can see the show. So that's, I'm excited about those kids having access. Another, the fact that it's in Brooklyn, I really, really wanted to have the New York premiere in Brooklyn because I live in Brooklyn and I love my neighborhood. So being able to present it to Brooklyn kids, um, also being a black woman at the forefront of this, and shouting out Mae Jemison, the first Black woman in space, 
uh, I really am really happy that the show is taking place in a predominantly Black neighborhood and a very diverse neighborhood, too. So a lot of kids hopefully will feel represented. I want to change lanes now and give our listeners a chance to get to know you a little bit more. And I want to start by asking you, what inspires you? What playwrights, composers, or shows inspire you or some of your favorites? Well, I grew up watching a lot of female comedians who I know had a giant impact on me, like Carol Burnett. Lucille Ball, Lily Tomlin, Tracy Ullman, (laughs) these women who play bold characters, who played the leads, who were way over the top. (laughs) Those women definitely still inspire me. And if I have gotten feedback like, oh, you remind me of Carol Burnett. Oh my gosh, that makes my heart flutter so much. (laughs) It's like such a wonderful, wonderful compliment. And something that happens in this show that also happened in my previous solo show called The Magician's Assistant is that I do play multiple characters and I show up in different forms, show up in person and on video or through voice. And that's something I really, really love. And I have to say my nieces, I know I talked about them, but I am an obsessed aunt. They really are so inspirational. They're so smart, so empathetic, super creative. I, besides playing Barbies together, I went to them with so many creative decisions throughout this process and said, okay, which one's better, this or this, like help me pick the aesthetic or help me pick which video edit works best here. And besides them being the demographic I'm making art for, they also are just so clever and smart and would say things like, oh, you know, that one might have too many flashing lights that might bother someone or with, with, you know, someone, a kid who's sensitive or, well, that symbol, a little kid won't know what that symbol means. So, you know, that symbol doesn't really work here. I'm like, oh my God, I didn't think of that. I don't, sometimes you forget what you, what other people don't know, you know? Yeah. They're incredible. I love them. (laughs) I mean, if you're going to make a kid show, you got to involve kids somehow, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I am lucky. I have them I have them so close. <laughs> well, I know you've been very busy with this show, but have you had the chance to see any great theater that you might be able to recommend to our listeners? Can I recommend some music? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so just in case any of the listeners have young listeners with them, I also do children's music. Pretty much everything I've been doing the last decade has mostly been focused for young audiences. And today, a song that I collaborated on was released on all platforms. So I'll recommend that. (laughs) It's called Summer in Our Backyard by Little Miss Anne. And I'm in a band called V Parks and the Hornets. So we collaborated and um, with that song. So there's so much good kids music out there that people don't know about. Yeah. I, yes, I can attest to this. <laughs> what is your favorite part about working in the theater? Mm, I think that my favorite part of working with, in the theater is when I finally get to be with the audience. 
Yeah, I, I started doing theater as a clown at festivals. That's like, that was sort of my entrance into theater. So it very much was about being with the people, like being up close and personal. And then I did improv for a long time, also like totally dependent on the audience. And that's still what I love is that when we're finally in the room with people, when you can hear them reacting. And I did write a script for this show, but part of it is very much like being open to what the kid in the front row is saying and how I'm, re- how I choose to respond to that in the moment. Love that. Yes, 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 yes. And that leads us to my favorite question to ask, which is what is your favorite theater memory? <laughs> okay. I think I I knew you were going to ask this. So I was trying to think like, what's my favorite? And I thought of this time that I was in a friend's piece and it was the final scene. It was our final show of this run. We, we were in this small coastal town in Maine and we'd been doing shows for the community as she was developing this piece. And my character was the spirit of a three-year-old. So I was a very childlike presence on stage. And in the final scene, we make a mud pie and I'd pick wildflowers before the show and we'd set the wildflowers inside of the cake pan. And she mentioned in the beginning of the rehearsal process that she, her vision was that it would be a dandelion. Those are the ones that you blow, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I found the giantest dandelion on the day of the final performance and I didn't tell her and I put it in and she makes a wish on this dandelion candle and into the audience all around it was the most magical thing and we were in an intimate space so it really felt like it filled the space and since my character was three years old I didn't have to hold in anything I just got to enjoy it fully (laughs) I got to giggle and I got to enjoy it as much as I my inner child wanted to and it was the end of the show was a mix between somber and sweet and it really hit that day (laughs) when everyone was like wow it's really magic and it was really magic (laughs) that is amazing I love that oh I'm just imagining that in my head. Oh, what a visual. Wow. That might be my favorite. (laughs) Thank you so much for sharing that. That's amazing. Are there any other projects or productions that you have coming on the pipeline we might be able to plug? Well, I have a YouTube show for young people. It's been coming out throughout the entire school year. The final episode will be out this month. And all of the episodes are available on YouTube. The name of the show is Mondays with May. I do read May Among the Stars in one of the episodes. (laughs) So if someone is interested in that book, they can hear me read it on the episode called Let's Dress Up. So that's available. That's been a project I've had a lot of fun working on this year. And then Blast Off, of course, is coming up, hopefully, after the Brooklyn Children's Museum run. I'm, I really hope it has more life after this. So if anyone wants to, I guess, if following me on 
social media is great. I always post my updates there more than I do on my website. <laughs> yeah. And we already wrote the next dome show. So that's already, it'll probably be like a year from now, but it's already in the works. Yeah. We'll be going underwater after we blast off to space. Ooh, perfect. The two like most unknown and most still to be discovered places in our universe, space and the ocean. That's amazing. And that is a perfect lead in to my final question, which is if our listeners want more information about Blast Off to Space, the show, or about you, maybe they'd like to reach out to you. How can they do that? For this upcoming run of Blast Off, you can buy tickets and see showtimes at brooklynkids.org. That's the Brooklyn Children's Museum website. And for behind the scenes stuff and more about all the projects I'm working on, I'm at Melly Smith Me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active. I'm also on Facebook and MellySmithMe.com is my website. Well, wonderful. Well, Melissa, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me and just share this great show, your enthusiasm, your wonderful memories. This has been incredible. I am excited for the show. I am excited to hear you read May Among the Stars uh, <laughs> and then get the book and send it to my goddaughter. And yeah. I can't wait for this next dome show you've created when we go under the water. Yeah, this you're going to have so to wait funny. a little bit for that one. But <laughs> waiting part is hard, but I'm sure it yeah. will be worth it if it's anything like Blast Off to Space the show. So thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is fun. My guest today has been the creator, performer, and co-producer of Blast Off to Space, the show, Melissa Smith. And the show is playing June 17th, 22nd, and 24th at the Brooklyn Children's Museum. You can get tickets and more information by visiting brooklynkids.org. You can also get more information about Melissa and her many, many projects by going to mellysmithme.com or following her on social media at Melly Smith Me. And we're going to have all of that information posted on our episode description, as well as on our social media. But if you have children out there or you're a child at heart, make sure you head out to the Brooklyn Children's Museum for the New York debut of Blast Off to Space the Show on June 17th, 22nd, and 24th. So until next time, I'm Andrew Cortez reminding you to turn off your cell phones, unwrap your candies, and keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at stagewhisperpod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Maniac by Jazzar. Other music on this episode provided by Jazzar and Billy Murray. You can also become a patron of our show by logging on to patreon.com slash stagewhisperpod. 
There you will find all the information about our backstage pass as well as our tip jar. Thank you so much for your generosity. We could not do this show without you.